Discover the leader in you with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen, former New England Patriot turned PhD. I bring a new brand of inspiration and passion to audiences worldwide. Having served and consulted with Fortune 500 companies, the National Football League Players Association, and the White House, each week I will prescribe empowering, motivational, and life-changing medicine for your soul. Now, it's time to discover the leader in you. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Discover the Leader in You. I'm your co-host, Mariti Carthen, in the studio live with Dr. Jason Carthen. We have an exciting show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling. And it's just going to be great. Make sure you guys stay tuned. All right, baby. Thank you for uh, bringing me in like that. And you are right. Today is going to be amazing. A lot of content, a lot of good stuff that I know our listeners will be able to use. So just want to welcome everyone once again to Season 3, Episode 4 of Discover the Leader in You. And wow, today is going to be amazing. We're talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling, as my wife shared. And now, if you didn't know, media provides a powerful platform to share a message that can be either positive or negative, depending upon the one who has tapped on the shoulder to produce that message and bring it forward. We see it all the time in today's society, the tension of do we report on what's popular or do we report on what's socially uplifting and positive at the risk of losing listeners or viewers? Let's face it, when we turn on the evening news, we see and hear a lot of sensationalism or controversy and even violence. So how do we go beyond it? What will it take to change the messaging in a positive and powerful way? Well, on today's show, we have a very special guest that will give us a little bit more insight into just how we can do that. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to require a message change. So the general manager of TCT Television, Darlene Mays, will be joining us to discuss leveraging the power of media and how to carry forward your calling. But before we do that, just want to remind everyone that you can always call in with your questions at 1-888-281-1110. We'd love to hear from you, or you can tweet your questions to me live at Jason Carthen. And just want to let everybody know, I really appreciate my Twitter followers. I think we're approaching 3,500 at this point, and then also my Instagram followers. We just truly appreciate you. Stay connected with us, and we'll keep this thing going. Also want to remind everybody that the Jason Carthen Enterprises app has been launched on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Make sure you navigate over there and download my app. Hey, I have a lot of great things there for you. Daily quotes, blog posts, video, all that stuff to equip you for your personal and professional goals. So make sure you navigate over there and then also take a look at JasonCarthen.com. Then lastly... The I Speak Life Academy for February is coming up on February 20th. How to get booked and paid to speak. Do you want to add to your bottom line? I'd say anywhere from fifteen dollars to $20,000. Hey, if you do, you can actually do that if you get booked and paid to speak. So that's something that our listeners and those that uh, interact with us on the uh, website and my blog say, how do I do this? How do I get booked? How do I get booked and paid to speak? Well, we're going to show you how to do that. This is probably one of our most popular workshops that we hold. So on February 20th, we'd love for you to come out and be a part. You can register right on jasoncarthen.com under the coaching tab. So we look forward to seeing you on February 20th. Now, without further ado, 
Let me introduce you to Darlene May. She is a Cleveland, Ohio native with a background consisting of more than 25 years in upper or senior level management. Prior to broadcast television, Darlene served as a general manager for the Riley Hotel Group for over a decade. Darlene's passion for serving extends to the community via her church, where she serves as director of music, the children's ministry, and also the media ministry. Additionally, Darlene previously served on the board of UMADOP, the Cleveland Music Settlement, and a number of other organizations. Darlene has a daughter who is a senior at Cleveland State University, where she studies law, and Darlene holds a bachelor's degree in business management from Ohio Dominican College. Darlene's life motto, and I love this, is in order to be a great leader, you must follow well. Welcome to the show, Darlene. How are you, sis? Thank you. Thank you so much, Dr. Carson and Mrs. Carson. Thank you for having me today. Oh, well, we were excited. I mean, I know your schedule is tight and you're ripping and running. You're doing all these different things. And and, and a lot of people probably don't realize this, but when you are overseeing the music ministry at church, that is a lot. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> Having served as a, as a pastor for 14 years, the, the music ministry is so important. I mean, when you talk about praise and worship and, and a whole lot of uh, different attitudes, and I'll say that yes. lovingly. <laughs> It can get interesting, but your calling is sure when you oversee that. And Darlene is just getting over laryngitis. So we were very fortunate to get her on the show uh, this week. We had been staying in contact and hoping and praying she was feeling better. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I had no idea. Okay. Well, we'll take it easy on you. But if you come across sounding like uh, Barry White, we're going to have to crack on you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. No, I am. And thank you for being so patient with me and being a praise and worship leader, music director, running a station and not being able to speak is problematic, as you can imagine. Oh, my goodness. So, so, So it was very, very difficult. But. But God, who is a healer, as yes. we know, yes. uh, certainly has brought me through this. So I am thankful today to be able to speak. Thank Amen. You. Amen. And not only yes. speak, I mean, you're speaking life because our topic today is, I mean, it's so powerful because many people, and Darlene, I have to get your perspective, but many people don't realize that your calling permeates everything that you do. You can't just like uh, check it in, go to work, and then do whatever, and then come back and pick that calling back up. You exactly. know, would you agree? Absolutely. Your, your, your calling follows you. No matter how long you try and run from it, it's going to follow you. Yes. And eventually, you're going to have to stop and take heed and say, listen, this is what I must do in order to fulfill what the Lord has called me to do. Mm-hmm. And since I've placed you on the earth, you will fulfill the purpose by which you were sent here. Yes. So absolutely, absolutely, your calling is so valuable and so important. Yeah, and that's I love the way you just put that together, because at the end of the day, I mean, people need to realize there's there's always a choice. My bride and I, we talk about this, and, you know, it's it's daytime radio, so I won't say pillow talk. But when we get ready to go to bed, we... <laughs> We talk about these things and it's like, wow, man, you know, how do we carry out this calling? Because it would be easier to maybe work in corporate and do some different things like that. But at the end of the day, you cannot shelve your uh, calling and the way you just described it. I mean, hey, you're going to walk this thing out regardless of whether or not you want to. So, yeah. 
Well, let me ask you something. Now, 10 years in corporate, how did you transition into the world of television and, and why, Darlene? I mean, that's a, that's a big leap. Why'd you do that? It, it is. Why is, is still the question I, I'm answering, but <laughs> being in hospitality for, for so long, um, I was very, very comfortable, and I felt uh, it was a perfect match for me because I love people, I love meeting people, I love sharing with people, and I love making people comfortable. Mm-hmm. So being in hospitality, I felt was a perfect match for me until I had the owners of this particular network to walk in the front door, and I recognized them because I'd been a follower of Total Christian Television for so long, and I recognized them, and they were so shocked. Like, why is this manager jumping up and down about my network? How does she even know us? It didn't even match to them. Mm-hmm. And so three years later, I mean, it, it happened just that simply. Three years later, they stayed with me at the hotel while they were building the station here in the Akron area. Three years later, they called me over and said, hey, come and do a program with me. We'd like to talk to you about just about ministry, music ministry, being a professional and working in ministry in conjunction with that. And two, three days later, I received a call saying, would you like to come and do this? We feel that you could come and make a difference here at our network. And here I am. Oh, my goodness. Now, Yes. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah. So a part of when you talk about, that's why this topic is so very important, Dr. Carson, because thinking I'm in a comfortable position here. Um, I have absolutely managing hotels. Obviously, as you know, I don't understand paying full price to travel. So I don't even understand that concept at all. So I'm set for life being in hospitality, quite honestly. So I'm, I'm not interested in moving at all. But when it talks about a calling, when you speak about a calling and you wonder, wait, I didn't go to school for broadcasting. I didn't go to school for graphics or communication. I went for business. But business spans throughout so many different components as it relates to career fields and choices. So this was a transferable skill, hospitality, directly into Christian television. It worked. And five months later, it's working perfectly. So I'm thankful to God for that. Wow. And Darlene, I, I don't want our listening audience to to miss that component. You have a heart to serve. I mean, I think that's the caveat that everyone needs to understand. I mean, it, it wasn't like, okay, typical business says this is going to be systematic. We got customers coming in. We're just going to direct them. We're not going to be warm and fuzzy. But you have a heart to serve. And the Bible is clear. Your gifting will make room for you, yes. you know, yes. and, yes. and the it fact will. that you were able to just be Darlene, you know, yes. <laughs> people saw that and they said, wow, I mean, she has that something, you know, she, we don't know what it is, but it's something about her. And then the fact that you were vetted, I mean, basically when you went in and they interviewed you and you were able to engage at a level where they said, she's our person, she is the yes. person that we want. And it's just amazing what God can do. And Hopefully that will be an encouragement for someone that's straddling the fence out there to say, well, you know, I'd like the money in corporate. Well, maybe God has something more for you and it's not just about the money. Exactly. And it's exactly right. 
And it's also, you have to think about it. You're always being interviewed. No mm. matter what industry you work in, no matter what you do in life, you're always being interviewed. I mean, if, yep. if you could imagine walking into a grocery store and, and the cashier there is telling you about how horrible of a day she's having, but you're looking for somebody to work your front desk at a new firm, chances are you're not going to feel Hire that warm her. and fuzziness from right. her because she's pouring out to you as a customer. So yeah. you're always in the stages of being interviewed and you never know where God's gifting is going to come from. Yeah. And, Absolutely. That's so true. That's yeah. so true. And and Darlene, I, now I have a confession to make and we're going to take a break here in a couple of minutes, but you know, it's hard for me because I'm on uh, radio, <laughs> TV, and my bride, she will say to me, hey honey, you know, you're always on. Yep. And I go, but I don't feel like being on. That driver just cut me off. You know, that wasn't right. And she'll say, baby, it, it doesn't matter. You're always on. You got to love folks. You just got to keep it moving. And and, and that's really is resonated with me. And it, and it really resonates. Your story resonates with me because at the end of the day, yeah, you are always on. Always. And you got to. You are. Yeah. Be you who are. you are. So. Yes. All right, so let me, before we transition to break, you know, I want you to start thinking about this and we'll talk about it when we get ready to come back. But how impactful, you know, was your upbringing relative to just your current role in management? Do you, do you feel like the way you were raised and how, you know, your parenting you experienced really prepared you to do this sort of thing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. That's going to be exciting to talk about, Dr. Kirk. All right. Very good. Honey, do you have any uh, parting thoughts here before we get ready to transition to break? No, I just want everybody to go ahead and uh, grab your cup of coffee, grab your hot cocoa, whatever you're doing on this cold day and have a seat and listen in. Or if you're in the car, just listen in because we got some knowledge for you. All right. That's good stuff, everybody. And just as a reminder, you know, we're talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling and just want to encourage everybody. We talked about it already, but if you are on the fence and you feel like you are in a place where you maybe want to explore some other things, you know, this is your moment. You do not have to settle for wherever you are in life. Your current circumstances do not dictate your future, but you have to embrace that and take some risks. So we're going to talk about that, and we're talking to Darlene Mays. And again, we're talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back, everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Discover the Leader in You. We are live with Miss Darlene Mays. And before we went on break, we were asking her how impactful was her upbringing in relation to her current role. And we're just excited to hear what her response is going to be. So take a seat, everybody, and call in with your questions at What's that number again, Dr. Carter? one 281 I like the way you just threw me under the bus. That's you said, what's right. that number? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I was paying attention. So anyway, <laughs> so Darlene, uh, talk to us. And, you know, a lot of people may not realize this, but, you know, how you are raised does have a long-term impact. So if you can give us some insight, we'd love to hear your voice on that. It does. You know, my upbringing, my childhood was probably the most, precious time in my entire life. Mm. I know that it's a blessing to be able to say that because I realize that everybody can't say that. Some people really wanted to forget or probably still want to forget their upbringing, but it was probably the most special time of my life because 
for as long as I can remember, I open my eyes. When I feel like I open my eyes, I was in church. Wow. So I, I was in church, involved in everything. My parents made sure that the church did not open unless we were on the inside of it, <laughs> working, okay. doing something, being a part of something. And all the while, that's really where the leadership came from. Because when I joined the children's choir, I didn't join the children's choir at eight years old to be the director, but I became director. When I joined the youth department, I joined because my friends were doing it. I didn't join to be the director of the youth department, but I I became the director. We had a church basketball team. I wanted to be a cheerleader because my friends were cheerleaders. I didn't join to be the captain of the cheerleading team. But my upbringing, all throughout those years, leadership found me. I didn't go looking for it. Leadership found me. And so that's how I feel, in my opinion, leadership is really a gift. And it's it's nothing that I've ever applied for or desired to have or never really desired to carry a title of any sort. But it just seemed, it just found me. And so it worked well for me. And my upbringing afforded me the opportunity in church to get over shyness, to get over any inferiority that I may have had. Um, It afforded me the opportunity to push past all of that before I hit the real world. So when I got ready to go to college and when I got ready to, to go into corporate America, the church prepared me. I was ready because I had dealt with the backbiting, the you know, two-faced and all that kind of stuff. I, I dealt with all that. So Wait a minute. Now, that's, that stuff doesn't happen in church, Darlene. You know, probably not in your church. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, had to, I had to poke fun because, ooh, you keeping it real today, sis, because yeah. that's just, ooh, you said backbiting, folks talking trash about you. That is unfortunately church but i tell people all the time that you know what if you're looking for a perfect church as soon as you join it will no longer be perfect so and 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 that's the thing but i I have to i gotta press the pause button because you shared so many nuggets there so let's let's sort of go back to to go forward you said that at eight years old you Mm -hmm. were the choir director the youth choir director I was. We were the little cute voices of tomorrow. And a little group of, we ranged between ages 6 and 12. So at age 8, I thought, listen, I don't like these songs. They're too slow and they're just draggy. And I asked my mom, listen, can we talk to our pastor and ask if we can sing some fast songs? And the pastor said, tell her she should get out there and do it. So my pastor at age eight told my mom, put her out there. And at eight years old to this day, at age 43, I am still out front leading the choir. Wow. What a testimony. And, you know, it's so funny because that's what pastors will do. They're like, hey, don't be telling me what you want to see happen. Give me some solutions. Exactly right. Exactly. (laughs) That's good stuff. Now, and also just going back, you said that, and this is the part that I want our listening audience. I mean, we're broadcasting to close to 200,000 people. I want our listening audience to understand that when you said leadership found you, 
You know, people need to realize it's not all about jockeying for position. It's not about saying, well, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. You got to follow me. You said leadership found you. And by having a a heart or spirit of service and in some ways, and I know you'll resonate with this, submission. Because when you lead others, you have to submit. You know, it's not... It's not an issue of, no, I just want all the power. So I love the idea of what you said, leadership found you. And that is just so, I don't know, can you give me any more words to that? Because when you say leadership found you, that has so many messages to it. It, it really does, but it, it goes back to the, the thing by which I, I stand upon is that anybody who's going to be a great leader, you have to to learn how to follow well. And so all of the people in my life who have been mentors and teachers, um, my pastor and my parents and my godparents and some of my friends and my sister and my teachers in school, all of those people I had to look to and I had to submit myself and it couldn't always be about my plan. There was something from all of those people that have stayed with me all these years, and that I can now take those things and pour into other people. And so when I say leadership found me, I need it because this was a gift that God has given me. And just like with any other talent, Dr. and Mrs. Person, you have to have a platform to utilize that. So if I'm a giver and if I'm a servant, I need to have a platform where I can give and where I can serve. And so leadership has always been that place for Mm. me. Yeah, that's powerful. That That is just great, too. And it's a very mature outlook. Many people that I talk to, I do uh, strategic planning, consulting, and training. I go into certain places, and, you know, they don't have that same mature outlook. And the fact that you are able to say, well, no, I rest in this. And I, and I realize since, you know, this is a gift, as you alluded to as well, you know, I've been afforded the opportunity, so I am going to serve well and in the process lead people. So, that's all good stuff. And so, Darlene, I have to ask you this now. You are mm-hmm. heavily involved in your church. You're doing mm-hmm. all these different things. So how important was it to have the full support of your pastor and even the church congregation when you decided to go into media? Dr. Carson, there is not on this earth a better pastor than Dr. Stephen Rowan. Uh, there, there is just not. I, I, I know everybody loves their own pastor, yes. but my pastor is not only a shepherd and a teacher and a preacher, but he fathers me. Amen. And so he, he takes that posture with people who are really, really, really in this race to win it. And, and he understands that I am, when I became a part of, of this congregation, I told him, I'm here to work. That's what I do. I'm here to do that. And yes, I hold a lot of responsibility on my job, but when that job is over and I come here, all of that's over. And now I'm here to put my feet to the fire and do what needs to be done to build the kingdom and to help you do it. And so he has been so fully supportive. He and our First Lady, uh, Mrs. Cynthia Rowan, have been so supportive um, of this for me and he said to me, listen, whatever I can do to help you because of how supportive you've been to me, I must help you. And so to not be a problem to your pastor is, I, I say kudos to me, because I know some people who can be problems, 
to the no. pastor. And they, <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I really do. I, I take pride in that, not being a problem well, for my pastor and for my church. I that, take pride in that. Well, I tell you what, and you are so correct. And again, I, and I'm, I'm poking fun, but at the end of the day, you are so correct. It is so hard to get up there to not only preach, but also uh, engage and love on people as much as you can, as much as God has placed it on your heart as a pastor. So to know that, you know, you have his back, you know, that has to be a, a great feeling. And I and I have to tell you, I, I don't know. I mean, we may be uh, neck and neck in competition because I know uh, Reverend Dr. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Rowan, and that's, yes. he is a good man. I've known him for years, and he's just, uh, he's a blessing to so many people. Yes, yes he just, is. Just yes, a blessing. So we're going to take a break here in two minutes, but before we do that, I, I want to hear your heart about who has inspired you over the years? Because someone in our listening audience, they may be concerned about, well, you know, I don't have any role models around me. I don't have people that speak into my life in a positive way. So who has inspired you? And we have about a minute or so. But if you can tell us that, that would be great. It's my mother. Oh, Plain, nice. simple. It was my mother who, who's now gone to be with the Lord. But Absolutely, positively, and I can expound on it uh, when we return, but absolutely my mother. Wow, that is yes. good stuff. And I, and yes. I think this is going to serve two actual uh, roles here because some people don't have a good rapport with their parents. So to hear you say that, you are already going against the grain. So, hey, everybody, uh, make sure you stay tuned. We're talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling with our very, very special guest, Arlene Mays. We will be right back. Make sure you stay connected. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling. And Darlene Mays has been absolutely amazing this afternoon on the radio show. And right before we went on break, we were asking who inspires her. And without a doubt, I got pumped because she said her mom. So go moms. Woo! That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's our role to inspire our children. That and, was a shameless plug. Hey, anyway. <laughs> right when we went on break, I told my girls, make sure you listen to this next uh, part of the show because it's, it's important. Because sometimes, you know, as a mom, you wonder if you're pouring into your child enough to help them in the future and, and, and with all that they do. So I'm excited to hear the rest of uh your response. Thank you. And, and you know, it's, it's going to tell the abbreviated version of the story, but this is a very, very, very special mom uh, situation. Uh, and certainly special, a mother's love is so special for everyone. I mean, anybody who has the love of a mother, that's certainly special. But when I was born, I was left in the hospital. I was born April 4th, 1972 at Mount Sinai Hospital in Cleveland, and I was left there. And so my mother, apparently at that moment, she could not fathom the idea of having a child, so she left. So she left and she went uh, to the bus station, Greyhound bus station. She picked up the phone and she called second cousins of hers who were at that time 55 and 58. Married couple, already raised their children, lived in Cleveland, Christian people, on their way to retirement and live a beautiful life. 
my adopted mother, which I only refer to her as my mother, she said, I'm going to go and get that child. And so my mother went to the hospital. She got me, raised me, adopted me, gave me her name, and created this person that I represent today. And so for her courage and her wisdom, for all of her love and all of her support, she was my absolute role model and will continue to be eternally. Oh, my goodness. That's very yeah. powerful. I yeah. was not expecting that. No, oh my. Yeah. but it's a, yeah. it's a selfless act and such a, a wonderful story to share. And I'm sure there's other mothers out there that have a heart like that as well, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, no hard feelings against my biological mother for, you know, for, you know, that was her decision. And I feel today being uh, in the place that I am today, she needed to give me to them because there was nobody else who could have put me in this position to be able to follow through with this path. Uh, she couldn't have done that. But my parents, who kept me inside of the Bible and inside of church and inside of school, um, there's nobody else who could have done that except them. Yeah, that is awesome. And just, you know, pressing the pause button, I think that the fact that you can say, you know, they loved you just like you were their own, mm -hmm. you know, and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. the fact that they not only just spent physical time with you, but spiritual time. Right. I mean, they, yeah. they spoke life and poured into you in a way that has made you the powerful woman that you are today. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I can't, I can't mention and say all of that without mentioning there are those out there that are broken. Mm -hmm. They have been shattered against the rocks of life and they are going through things because their mother or father did not stand in the gap for them. And so the fact that you have been able to become the person that you are uh, because of your mom, you know, mm -hmm. I, I mean, that's yeah, just, that's powerful. Yeah, and there's hope. Times. There's hope for yeah. those people that may be struggling and broken, you know, at this Absolutely. point. So, Absolutely. And the gift that they had to give. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. What were you going to say, darling? I, I was just going to say, I, I definitely experienced being broken, obviously, um, and the hurt and pain of that rejection from a mother, yes. because uh, like Mrs. Perkins, and, and I've seen her, she's so adorable with her children. Yes. And, <laughs> and whenever I see that, it's so exciting uh, to me to see the love of a mother and people who can connect with their children and the fact that they love to connect with their children is always so powerful to me. But you have to be prepared when you don't have a mother like Mrs. Carson. You have to be able to push past that pain and see the victory in where you are. And so I saw the victory in my mother, and I took full advantage of having parents that drove Cadillacs. And I was picked up from third grade in brand new Cadillacs <laughs> and while my other friends were walking. So yep. I took... I saw the victory right. in, in all of that. And That's right. you know, I, I didn't have all the best clothes because I, you know, I was a product of a broken home in some way. I had everything because my parents were on their way to retirement and they did well, they had already worked for almost sixty years. Right. So I, I just tried to see the value in things as opposed to um making it a struggle every day. Yeah. You were their miracle baby. That's what, um, you know, when people have grown, they have grown children and then they have a, a newborn that comes into their life and they're like, you know, she wasn't playing. She, you know, we didn't know that that's our miracle baby. And that, and you turned out to be a blessing back to them with what you're doing. 
Yeah. Well, and you know, for that. yeah, absolutely. And just, you know, it's, I always like to go back so we can go forward, but you shared something you said, you know, instead of harboring or, and I'm paraphrasing here, but instead of harboring uh-huh. any sort of resentment or anything like that, or bit, or creating a root of bitterness, you basically said, Hey, you know, I had to push past the pain and see uh-huh. the victory, you know? And I think everyone, whoever's listening, you have to what Darlene just shared is so powerful. You have to push past the pain and still see the victory. And I don't I don't care what your current circumstances are. It does not mean that's where you have to stay. And that's that's not me sitting uh, in this studio saying that. That's someone who's been homeless. <laughs> that's someone who's trying to find a that was trying to find a meal and didn't know where I was going to lay my head. So I'm telling you, you know what? Your current circumstances do not dictate your final outcome. But like Darlene said, you have to push past the pain and see the victory at the end of the day. So now, Darlene, we have to switch gears because we'll mess around and be out of time here real quick. I know. What are, and this is important to me because many people may not know about TCT. So what are some of the current programming implementations that may be on the rise at TCT or something that's on tap in the coming months? What are some of those things? Well, absolutely. And and we certainly want to thank you again for the opportunity to to really give us to bring awareness to to TCT, Total Christian Television. And and I encourage everyone to log on to TCT at TCT. TCT.tv to check out some of the programming that um, that's currently airing, and we have over 70 million viewers in 120 nations, 11 stations across the country, and um, I'm actually, let's throw this in, I'm the only female leading a station out of all 11, so oh, let's, wow. let's throw that in, let's hear it for the ladies. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. like and that. that. Yes, <laughs> yes. So uh, a lot of the programming that have that has just been implementing implemented. We've started a one hour live worship every Tuesday night uh, locally uh, that airs locally and then re airs nationally. And you can actually check it out tonight at nine thirty. Um, it's Celebrate Live Ohio. So it's pastors who get the opportunity to come and to share a message. There's singers that have the opportunity to worship in their music ministry, musicians, and we fill the studio audience and we have a one-hour worship live on television. Oh my goodness. So that has not happened here locally. Wow. No, and I've never, to be honest, I haven't heard of that methodology before. So, I mean, that's, that is great. And if we could... Now, if people want to get in contact or if they want to be able to view TCT, you said TCT.TV? Yes, just log on right there and just hit On Demand, and you can view all of our programs 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, You can view it there, and, and we're on. Every day, so your local just check your local listing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're we're always on. That is great. Yeah, I love that idea of uh, on demand because that is the way media is going. And and when we talk about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling, you know, it's so many things out there that are competing these days. Whether it's um, I don't know, you have what's the thing called Netflix? You have all these different yes. things mm-hmm. that. They're just like sitting there. Well, why can't we have Total Christian Television just sitting there so you can connect with that as well? And and to our audience that's listening, you know, sometimes we have people who are not computer savvy. Um, I've been on the website. It is laid out perfectly where you can select 
whatever episode you want to watch, whether it's Radiant Life or if it's, uh, you know, um, Testimony Prayer Hour. It's all listed there by category, and you get to select what you want to see. So it's it's really easy uh, to navigate to, so don't be uh, intimidated by trying to go online. It's easy. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's good stuff. It's also a testament to uh, Darlene's leadership as well. So now one of the things, too, uh, how long has TCT been around? Because we hear about TBN. We hear about some of these other uh, stations, you know, but how long has TCT been around? 39 years right now. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. So so to our founders, Dr. Garth and Tina Kuntz, who who saw this vision, they were, both of them were in a part of corporate America, and the Holy Spirit just spoke to Dr. Coons and said, listen, I, I need you to do this, and, and really urged him to, and gave him the, the vision and the wherewithal to just start up a network and, and start at the first station, open the first station in Cincinnati, Ohio, and uh, from there it's just blossomed. So, so we're heading into 40 years right now. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we are actually getting ready to take a break, you know, but one of the things that, you know, when we come back from break, uh, darling, we're just going to put a capstone on some of these things, but I want to hear about what TCT has to offer relative to some of the other Christian networks out there. So when we pick this back up from break, if you can kind of, you know, talk to us a little bit about that, that would be great. And everybody, hey, you are listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker and my beautiful bride, Mariti Carthen. And we're talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling. So make sure you stay tuned for this last segment. We're almost out of time. My goodness. But stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody, to Discover the Leader in You. We are having a fantastic show talking about leveraging the power of media to carry forward your calling with Darlene Mays. And before we went on break, uh, we were asking, you know, what does TCT have to offer that other Christian networks may not? What What's the difference and, you know, in the style that TCT has to offer? And the, the, the difference for them with for the most part, Mrs. Carthen, um, all of the networks do such a great job with bringing the best in uh, Christian programming to the viewing audiences. Um, but the thing that sets us apart is inside of all of our studios, we have prayer centers on the inside where we are able to take live phone calls from our viewers while the television program is happening, and people are able to rededicate their lives. They're able to give us praise reports or request prayer. And at the end of 2015, we ended the year with over 200,000 phone calls into our prayer center. And so that says that people are listening. The power of media, how super, super powerful that is, and people are in need, and everybody's not going to church every Sunday. Let's, let's just be real about it. Yes. Um, some, some people are home, and their church is inside the four walls of their home. Mm. And they, they turn it on, and they need to not just watch, but they need to be able to reach out and get help. So we always solicit people to call us 
or email us and come and volunteer. We have a 15-seat prayer center inside of our Akron location, and you can come and volunteer. We're there every day, and we encourage people to come and be a part of that and connect with people. Oh, see, I, I have to react to that because you shared uh, several things there, but just the idea that 200,000 people called into the prayer center in 2015, and and the, the one thing that I think people really should not miss is that Darlene is not sitting in some office somewhere. <laughs> Darlene is saying, hey, this is a live and vibrant effort to reach hundreds of thousands of people. And when you said people can call in and rededicate their lives. Now, some of our and darling, some of our listeners, they they don't they don't know about being a Christian. They don't some of them are not Christian. So mm-hmm. that's fine. So mm-hmm. when you say rededicate your life, this is an opportunity for you to call in and if you have questions, there's someone on the other end of that phone that's going to be able to engage you, talk about salvation, or maybe even talk to you just about just having a better day, coming up out of the doldrums or depression, whatever it may be. But just the fact that there's someone there that has a willingness to minister to you in a very practical way. So Darlene, I, I just don't want us to move beyond that because, you yeah. know, the reality is you're doing a, a great work. And I, I'm going to put you on blast here for a second, just briefly. How sure. how much warfare are you experiencing, spiritual warfare are you experiencing by, by doing such a great work like this? You know, it's amazing, Dr. Carson, that you would ask that is – I'm getting prepared for it. I, I haven't started to experience it yet. Right now, right. The, 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 right now, people are in such a great, great need to be helped and consoled in some way mm-hmm. that the fact that I can say, call me at 1-800-232-9855, there's somebody here to talk to you. People need people. So right now, we're in a great place. We're doing a great work, and God is honoring that work right now. Yeah. So, so I have to say I'm thankful. I, I, I haven't begun to experience it yet. Amen, sis. Well, yeah. I'm glad. I'm happy for you because that is whew, that is no joke, and I'm glad that you are getting prayed up and ready for it yeah. now because, you know, it's just – I just think what you guys are doing is so impactful. And you said to call in is 1-800-232-9855? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, you got that. hours a day. Very good. good. Oh, right. hey, that PhD. <laughs> I put that PhD to use. I was like, wait, slow down, slow down. What's that number again? I'm, I'm so not good with numbers because of these iPhones and how you just tap numbers. So, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That number's important. Yeah, I mean, it's just so important. I mean, that is a resource for people. And, you know, I want them to go to tct.tv and also call in and be connected. And you were so right when you said it's it's so powerful. You know, media is such a powerful thing. It is. So relative to the, the idea of, you know, all that TCT is doing, you know, I have to ask, how relevant is TCT in the community? Are you guys intentional with, you know, things like uh, civic engagement and corporate social responsibility and, and things like that? Just being aware and being out there in the community. Are you guys intentional? Absolutely. Very intentional, Dr. Kurtz. And we, we just uh, and, and I like to take the cameras inside of any event that you think is important. So if you think your event is important and it's going to touch if not but one person, I'm happy to take our cameras there. 
So this this past week, there was a at the Akron Urban League, there was a Martin Luther King event, and um, Dr. R. A. Vernon was the guest speaker, and and everybody knows him. He's one of the most prominent and fastest growing churches here in our state, and um, so many people came out, and so many people could not believe that there was only one camera in the building for this huge event, right. and we were the only ones there. So so we're very intentional about capturing events that are that are happening in our area. Yeah, Absolutely. And, and, I, and I thank God for you because that happens so much. You know, I go, I, I speak all around the country, and you're right, you'll have people there that want to capture their information, but it's surprising mm-hmm. that in our own backyard— you know, we don't we don't have that same type of support. So I'm glad that you are doing something different. And it's also something that is going to, again, bless people. They need to see that TCT is not just, you know, sitting over there and they're all about what they want to do. You guys are relevant. You're coming out. You're engaging the community. And it's just so important, you know, yeah. that you keep doing that. And I, I have to press the pause button here. I just I have a... Uh, something that we do every show. And I just want to remind everyone that we have a phenomenal event that's going to be coming up. And of course, it's a shameless plug, but it's our annual Influence Charity Dinner and Silent Auction. That's going to be taking place on March 19th at the Hilton in Twinsburg, Ohio. And just want to remind everyone that proceeds will benefit the Leaders of Tomorrow Initiatives mentoring and scholarship programs and also the Tackling Hunger program. So You want to make sure if you haven't got your tickets yet, you definitely want to do that. You're going to have an opportunity to meet some of the Carthen scholars. They're coming from all over Penn State, Ohio State. Boo. Okay, I won't say boo. I went to OU, but Ohio State, (laughs) they're coming from all over. And, you know, if you have uh, a desire for more information, you go to the website at www.thelotinitiative.org or give the office a call at 330 Four two five zero nine six two. So that's just the the shameless plug. We love to have people there, and I thought it was great as a caveat to what Darlene just shared about civic engagement. So, Darlene, I have to share with you that I am categorically impressed with you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You're doing so much, and when you talk about carrying forward you know, your calling and everything that you do. I think all those years ago when that young lady at eight years of age, God put something on your heart, you know, you have just continued to walk in it, even to where we are today. So bless you in so many ways. You know, I just, I just got a little image of uh, that picture I saw on, um, on Facebook where the little girl is yoking a boy up by his neck and she's like, I'm not bossy. These are leadership skills at eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> We're not- you know, that, that would be me, unfortunately. Yeah. And, and we're not calling you bossy by any stretch of the imagination. But I will tell you this, everybody, everybody that's listening, I had the privilege of going to TCT and meeting Darlene and she was so kind and gentle. But she also had a outcome that she wanted to see take place. So she was like, hey, so Dr. Jason, you know, can I get you to do this? Can I get you to do this? Well, and that? her smile, her smile is one that's like, no, we're going to do this. It's, it, you know, it's very warm and welcoming and she's positive. And, and in my email, you know, we're emailing back and forth. And she said, you know, she has to lead by example. And I just, 
I had to say right back to her, what a great example to lead by. I've watched you, you know, in action, um, inside of work, and then also at other engagements, and she's just the same yeah. all around. Yeah, Thank and that's just so a, yeah, that's a blessing. You know, people call that, they call that the velvet hammer. <laughs> I love that. That's, 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 yes, I love it. Yes, the velvet hammer, which basically says that, you know what, you won't even know that I'm directing and guiding you, but at the end of the day, I need you to do a certain thing. So be ready to do that for me. <laughs> so, hey, everybody, uh, we're getting ready to transition here. But, Darlene, I just want to say thank you for being on the show and just sharing your gifting with us. We certainly appreciate it, okay? Thank you for having me. Thank you both so much. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, hey, everybody, you have been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. And I just want to take a moment to encourage all of you and always remember that you were placed on this earth for a purpose and you have to walk that thing out every day. Don't let anyone deter you from it and you will influence others to greatness. Thank you so much. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to Discover the Leader in You with the leadership linebacker, Dr. Jason Carthen. We want to hear from you. Connect with us now. Visit our blog and visit our website at jasoncarthen.com. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Enterprises. Follow us on Twitter at Jason Carthen. Let's keep the conversation going. And if you want to listen to the podcast, go to jasoncarthenradio.com. Be sure to join us every Saturday at 2 p.m. on AM 1420, The Answer, to discover the leader in you. If you would like to be a sponsor for Discover the Leader in You, call Scott Souza at 1-440-552-2995. That's 1-440-552-2995.